0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and
1: the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this Cowboys? Yes! Cowboys? This, this is, is Cowboys, Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman.
2: What is up? It's time for a Cowboys Storyline. And you know, when we created this show, when I when I first envisioned what this show would look like, I always thought about a Monday morning. After a game, win or loss, I thought this is what it's going. This is what's going to be really fun, letting the fans open up to see what they think on the first game of the season, or really any game. And man, it couldn't have been better than that one. Wow, forty to nothing. I, I'm not lying, guys. I, we we get these stat sheet. You know, in the in the locker room after the game, and that's what I use on the plane when I'm working and writing on the bus and the plane and all that. And I look at it for everything, tackles and stats and all all that kind of stuff. Twice on the plane after the game, I'm kind of trying to doze off, whatever. Watch a movie. I looked at this thing twice just to make sure. Does it really say forty to nothing? Forty to nothing. I mean that. You don't have a game like that. You, you expect a blowout or you expect a good game, maybe a win, not a blowout, not 40 to nothing. That's demoralizing, but it was such a an unbelievable win for the Cowboys. And and I got things that I can say about it, but I know you do too. So we're not even going to waste a lot of time there. What, the things that my points will be made here. in in the next 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how long we go. I don't want to waste that much more time getting to the the line. So we we know we have some callers right now. I'm going to start it off with Anthony in Seattle. You're the first caller here uh, to talk about the Cowboys game. What's up?
3: Hey, man, Nick, I'm not going to take anything away from my boys delivering that beat down. Some people (laughs) on the Internet now are just talking about, well, the Giants, as good as they are, No, No, you know, it was raining. Who gives a crap? Okay. They're a professional team. They stood up just like the boys did, and the boys came out there, and they were prepared. Um, it was interesting because I I, I was waiting for the shoe to drop, right? Because they're a professional football team. I was waiting for the shoe to drop. It never dropped. Go, Cowboys. That's all I wanted all to right. say, Nick. Keep up with the great show. All right.
2: Thank you, Anthony. I mean, I just don't know what, what you can really say. I mean, what what – what could you say about any of this? That there's no excuses. There's no excuse for forty to nothing. I mean, rain, uh, not prepared. Okay, yeah, the Giants aren't as good. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they are not as good because that's that happens in the NFL. You know, you get a team that, that, that rises up quickly and then they surprise everyone, and then do they take that next level or do they go back? And maybe who? Knows, it's one game. Who knows? I know this. The 49ers lost, I think, in 1994. They were a really, really good team. Won the Super Bowl. That's the year Dion was there. I think they lost 40 to 8 to the Eagles at home. Um, and came back won the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that the Giants are gonna do that. I'm just thinking, you know, it is one game. But it was just an unbelievable beatdown by the by the Cowboys on on all all phases. Um and, and the defense was so good and the special teams made made a score a touchdown that it's almost easy to nitpick the offense and go man offense could have played better and they could have that they, they could have played better that's what's kind of scary about this whole thing is it really wasn't a perfect game 40 to nothing looks perfect but it wasn't a perfect game all right let's go back to the phones we got Joe in Stanford Joe what's up man
3: Good morning happy monday brother you getting any sleep
2: No not really no i would say maybe <laughs> Uh, and maybe two hours, but that's okay. That's okay. Because yeah, this, is, this is an easy show to get up for.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I bet you it's a lot easier to get up when it's 40 to nothing this way instead of something the other way. Right, sure. right, right. Yeah. So I've been a Cowboys fan, you know, all my life, basically. And I remember watching games since about 1983. I remember games. Me too. Um, I, I'm certain that I have never seen seen a Cowboys defense look like this. I'm 100% certain so many players making so many plays. You can't even keep track of them all. If I would have set the only way to keep track of how many guys made plays last night, I would have had to sit there and write them on every single play. It was amazing. Amazing. I'm so excited about this defense. I think the offense is going to get better as we go. There were some things we could bitch about, but I'm not going to. Man, I just want to say how excited I am to be a Cowboys fan this year, man. I I am too. I am too.
2: And it's, you know, you're so right in everything. I do want to point one thing out, Joe. Thanks for the call. I want to point out one thing because I I really believe in – everything kind of levels out, you know, and it's all kind of even. And you have to be guarded. If you want to be guarded by something, just remember this. There's no way that you can probably feel better about the Cowboys than you do right now, which is, which is, you know, that's what it should be. I mean, it's justified. Last year after week one, there's no way you could feel worse about the team. They lost 19 to three to the Bucks. The quarterback got hurt. He broke his thumb, and, and he wasn't playing well in, to begin with. I think they had two or three other injuries there, Curse maybe, and McGovern. I mean, they, they had some injuries. They looked terrible against the Bucks. So you're, you're thinking, this is going to be a long, long year, and it wasn't. It was a great season. They turned things around. All I'm saying is it is one game, and we've seen – we, we we felt one way and it turned out to be another. I'm not saying that this is not going to be a great team because I really think it does that. I mean, you don't play defense the way they played last night and not be a great defense because it travels. Defense travels. Micah Parsons, I mean, that, that stuff travels. They're, they're going to be great. But it, it is it is something just to keep an eye on. But, Joe, you're right on defense. We were trying to figure out player of the game. You know, we, we put that on social media. We were trying to figure it out. And, I mean, who? I mean, who? who it's got to be somebody on defense, in my opinion. And then you know, you can pick Mike every every game, and, and he really was the best player. But we went with Trayvon Diggs because he had a couple of plays there. You know, some some turnovers, especially the the big hit. I thought that big hit against uh, Saquon Barkley was so so telling because that's what the storyline this whole off was: Trayvon Diggs. Oh, he can't hit. He won't hit. Didn't hit Kittle over the middle and all this stuff. Well. He goes and makes a big hit like that, pops the ball up. Daron Bland with the, with the pick six. Outstanding game, and, and the defense just, just comes in waves. That, that's what's so scary about him. All right, we got another caller from uh, New Jersey. This is Anthony from New Jersey, man. What is up with you?
4: Hey, Nick, how are you, man? I'm a huge fan. I've been reading your columns and listening to you for years. You're the best.
2: Uh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. What, what do you got for me today?
4: Uh, I gotta tell you, man, I haven't enjoyed a win like that, in, you know, in such a long time. I mean, being in this area, I can't tell you what I go through when the, the Giants happen to beat the Cowboys. Yep. So to have a win like that was fantastic. And you know, I listened to you know some of the New York morning shows here in Boomer Assize and host one, and, and he was talking about the '90s Cowboys a few weeks ago. And, and what he said is, what made that team so difficult, as we all know, is it'd be the fourth quarter, but they're playing like it's the second quarter because they rotated so many great defensive right. linemen. And that's what it reminded me of last night between Parsons and D. Law and Sam. Williams and Dante Fowler and Dorrance Armstrong it just they just exactly. kept coming and fresh guys kept coming and you could tell the Giants just had no answer and I mean look I don't think they have a great offensive line by any means I mean Andrew Thomas is you know he can play but I mean I'll tell you just watching the game it was like a flashback and I agree with you you can't overreact to one game but it was just it was incredible to yeah, watch
2: it sure was and, and, and I appreciate the call and you bring up a great point there that that I, I've thought about too about the about the depth and, and we've talked about this all all you know of training camp. You can't tell me that that Dante Fowler is is your fourth best pass rusher. I mean, I mean, how many teams have that as their number four guy? And so you you only play forty eight players. And so when you get into a game like that. Yeah. Okay. Put the backups in. This isn't high school. You don't put the JV in. I mean, you're putting in Sam Williams, who wants to make a sack every single play. You're putting in Dante Fowler or Dorrance Armstrong's rotating in. I mean, these these guys, safeties. I mean, you, you're going to play Juanee Thomas. I mean, he, he's over here head hunting the whole game. The depth is just incredible. And and I think we saw it in training camp. We're seeing it in this first game. It was really really impressive to see. All right. Uh, back to the line here um in grapevine Texas Tim in grapevine Tim what's up Nick.
0: Nick, happy victory Monday, my guy. <laughs> thank love you. the show, and I love hearing from fans from coast to coast this, and other this, countries, giving their great. diversity of thought. I think it's a it's a great it's a great show. Thank you for thank you putting this
2: on for us. This is you, your guys' show. I'm gonna say it once a show. It's it's you alls show, and I'm just here just driving the bus. And I'm okay being a bus driver because today we're gonna go fast. We're gonna go fast today. We're gonna be in the HOV lane. And we're gonna fly. What's up, Tim? What do you got for me? Hey,
0: hey I, I love the party bus. also at least call it. It'll be a party more, bus. But well, a couple of things. Number one, first and foremost, I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Jerry Jones for finding a way to retain Dan, Dan <laughs> I mean, I, I, we need to send him a bouquet of roses hey. from anonymous Cowboys fans across the world and say, Jerry, thank you.
2: Tim, I mean, it, hold it's on. Hold nice on. Let say. me tell you something. You're right. You're right. There is no salary cap for coaching, for the coaching staff. So, Jerry does what he does best. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, he, he can make that happen. And I'm, it's your, you're exactly right, though. It, it all starts with Dan Quinn. Keep going. I, keep
0: I, going. I mean, it, I mean it, it's just, look, I, I, this is not a shot at anyone because I respect all coaches. It's a very thankless and hard job most of the times. But compared to Rod Marinelli with George Selby, Nick Hayden, Jeff Heath, and those are, you know, mm-hmm. hardworking guys, you know, tough players. I mean, you look at the player profile we have now, and it's just, It's it's really unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it, and probably since the '90s,
2: really. Yeah, you know, so
0: I I just want to say that, and then my neck. My actual question for you is this: How can you keep Wanye Thomas on the field when Wilson returns? Because I feel like this guy, he's got the length, he's got the instincts. He just looks like a great young player. That's just now kind of scratching the surface. Oh yeah. and I'll, uh, I'll hang up.
2: Yeah, um, yeah he, he's got to play. He's got to play for me. I mean, uh, because even if he's not playing safety, I mean, when have you seen a guy block a kick like that? I mean, we're not talking about Too Tall Jones, Chris Caney. I'm taller than you, I'm going to block the kick. We're, you know, and these guys, Goodwin around the corner, Skandrick. I thought Skandrick was going to block a kick for like, you know, for 15 years when he was slight, you know, I thought he would he would make a block but the way that he timed that I mean that's just a player that's just a football player and he's been doing it since you know since really all of all of camp I mean he had an interception there you know um in the first what minute of camp got the whole press box excited you know um but but um that's the inside joke there, but one day he's been making plays. I mean, he's been making plays and he made a play there and it was, it was unbelievable. And, and I think that he's got to play. I mean, you, you figure it out. You just figure it out. And, and Jordan Lewis is coming too. I don't know how they're going to keep all these guys active. Um, I think probably, uh, Igbenogini, I think that's right. I finally got that one. Right. Um, great. I mean, I didn't have him as my first touchdown of the season. I'm sorry. We, 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 this whole pod picks, uh, on the website. Didn't put him in there as, as first touchdown of the season. How, how funny is that? But uh, yeah, Wanye Thomas, just a playmaker, and you got to figure out a spot for him. No doubt about it. All right, going back to let me go to the text line real quick here. I want to make sure we, we do that. We definitely want to. We want to get some some text messages in here as well. Not everybody can call. I understand that. So uh, let's do. Um, how about Bo and Laredo? Because are the tight ends underperforming, or was it just the weather? Can the issue of the drop passes be fixed in the coming weeks? You know, I I was a little surprised. I mean, I hadn't seen a drop passes from Ferguson for sure. Um, and and the the one to a Hinder shot. I mean, that was a great throw by Dak. I mean, he he did a great throw, and just the way he's got to kind of torque his body like that uh, and, and make the catch, and and he didn't. I, I yeah, I'm gonna put weather in in some of that because it doesn't it doesn't rain like that in in Oxnard. And it certainly didn't. Um, well, it rained some, but but not like that, and and not they didn't practice in it. And so I, I I hadn't seen anything from drop passes of those guys, so I'm going to say probably so. Um, I, I wouldn't worry about that too much. I, I thought they were forcing it a little bit to the tight end, um, but you know that's that's there's got to be something. And and yeah, tight end play uh, will be there. But but Brandon Cooks, man, Brandon Cooks, just what what he's going to bring to the offense there, what he did bring to the offense, because open it up. I think the tight ends are going to ha- be really really effective uh, in this offense. All right, let's go to. Uh, is it Allen in Clearwater, Florida? Did we already go to Allen?
5: No, I'm here. What's up, Allen? Hey, Nick, good morning.
2: Good morning. Um,
5: so, uh, wow, what a win. <laughs> great, great to be a Cowboy fan today. I've been a fan since 68. I've been a fan of your shows. All of them. Um, talked to you a couple of times before. Um, I, I'm so happy. You know, this is as happy as I've been. I'm, I'm sure you remember the 35 nothing. When the Giants that year was opening, also opening weekend, and the Giants were supposed to be able to compete, and everybody was looked, all the Giants fans were talking, and and it had like I don't know three or oh, four yeah. touchdowns. It was crazy. Remember that game?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I actually kind of started a storm on Twitter. If you didn't, if you didn't see or X Twitter, yeah, I put that out there. I said, just saying, just saying. Last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, they beat the Giants <laughs> on the road <laughs> at night, thirty-five right. nothing. Just right, saying, right. yeah, I haven't had a tweet that bl- that has blown up like that in a long time. So yeah, yeah, I do remember the game, and I <laughs> and I triggered some memories of others as well. And so you know, I'm it's just saying, I'm saying it. It's wonderful, yeah.
5: But 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 okay, just here's my concern. So I'd like you to like you know, not a perfect game. We started out by saying, look, the team the, to have a defense like this for the first time in a long time. It's been so absent. We haven't had championships in a while. This defense is so exciting. How. Ever, I was really, really excited to see this West Coast Texas offense because I have been the guy saying that they should put Dak in that offense for the last three or four years because I think it really is going to suit him. I was just very disappointed in, well, his performance. Okay, that's, you know, he didn't have a great night, but the play calling and what might, I hope this is not the whole sum total that we're going to see of this offense I've been waiting for since it was announced that that's what he was going to install running up the middle, the short passes on the outside, they weren't really, they weren't called. In my opinion, there was very little to be excited about on that side of the ball. And I would just like to hear your opinion mm. about that.
2: Okay. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the call. I, um I I'm not I'm not with you on that one. I'm really not. I mean I I think games take on the, a life of their own, um especially when when weather factors in. Uh it, it's it's not easy to to move the ball in those conditions. It's just not. I mean, and so I think the way they called the game, I, I was I was fine with it. I mean, yeah, I mean when when you get down inside the 10-yard line and you have to kick a field goal, you're not going to be excited about that. And 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 yeah, I didn't I didn't agree with the play calling there. Um I I thought If you're going to replace Tony Pollard, I mean, Zach, I'm sorry, Zeke with Tony Pollard, if he's now your running back, one. Well, give him the football then. Give him the football at some and Run him up the middle. I mean, you're saying to us that he's the number one back just because he's not built the same doesn't mean he can't be effective like that. And so I thought that that series particularly, you know, they got cute with Turpin in the, in the outside and they threw it to Ferguson and can't remember what happened on third down, but they you know they didn't score. And I thought, you know, let's just let's see, let's just see if if Pollard can get can you know get some yards. And then later on they did that. Uh, I just wasn't. I'm not. I'm not concerned at all about the offense. I thought the offense, they, they moved the ball well when they needed to. You know, if you want to take out the, the, the block kick, fine, take that out. Give them the field goal. If Gano if is going to make it, give it to them. Take out the interception by Bland. This team still wins 27-3. to And the offense, you know, still moved the ball and did their thing. And so uh, it can get better. But they're going to get better. This team, this offense is going to get better. They're going to definitely get better at left guard, even though I thought Chumay Doga played well. They're going to get better there uh, with Tyler Smith coming back. They're going to be a better offense, and 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 they're going to play in better conditions. And I just, I, I definitely think that that uh, it'll it'll improve. But I'm nothing to to worry about right now. All right, let's go to the phone line here. We got uh, Maurice. Is that right? Yeah, Maurice. One more call before we take a break. Maurice, what's up?
3: Hey man, just two things, Nick. I just want to say first to our callers, man, it's great that you're listening, but let's get these calls in. We got Nick up to 16 last week. Let's get him over 20, all
2: right? All right. Hey, you know what that, else we can do? I, I another thing we, we, if we're going to if we're going to play that game, let's let's um want you give me a like on on uh, on the X Twitter and and share it retweet some things we have got to get some get some uh some viewership up a little bit i need everybody to, to if they if they're on if yeah. they're on YouTube or or watching it on YouTube or on on, on uh Twitter I need I need some 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 shares some some retweets some reposts, whatever they call it now I need to kind of get the word out a little bit, but hey not that i don't, I don't love the, the, this group this group right here that that I've got, man, I really appreciate you guys you guys getting this show off the ground. Maurice, what you got for me Tacoma Washington too what's up absolutely so I just you know the players
3: did great, but i want to want to say something about that coaching staff, you know they were clearly the winners of that game, they clearly out the giants to the fullest. And I believe that they deserve their flowers and just kudos to that coaching staff. What
2: do you think? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, we, we, we don't ever do that. I mean, seriously, I mean, most people don't do that. They don't think of the coaches that they think of a great play. They don't think of a great play call. And then when it doesn't work, then it's a bad play call. But, but yeah, coaches don't ever, like you said, get the flowers. Um, they should in this game. And another thing, We can probably put this to bed. Remember this feeling right now. And fast forward next year, what, 48 weeks from now, 49 weeks from now, when you're sitting here going, why don't we play our starters in the preseason? Why don't we ever do this kind of stuff? Why we're going to be rusty. Just remember this game right here, okay? Because as rusty as they are, and then as you think they are, in the rain, to go out and play like that, no, the offense didn 't play great, but the offense was was effective. the offense did did its job they They moved the ball, they scored points if you scored twenty seven points on the road, you should win and and that 's pretty much what they did, and they were able then to to the defense to to tack it on even more so uh, no, I, I don't. I don't. I think what the way they've handled things, the way they've gotten this team ready, you got to give Mike McCarthy and his staff a lot of credit. They got the team built it up for this moment. Everything that happened in training camp. If this guy's hurt, hold him out. Get him ready. Get them ready for this game right here. The Cowboys were definitely ready for that game. We're gonna take a quick break here on Cowboys Storyline. We're gonna come back. We're gonna get to the phone calls. Got more text lines as well. We're gonna go a little bit overtime today. So we'll be right back on Cowboy Storyline.
1: Back, back, back to Cowboys
2: Storylines. We're starting off the second half here. The Cowboys Storyline Show. We're gonna start off the second half just like the Cowboys did. Had a big lead just like we did, had a great first half. Gonna get the ball, we're gonna drive right down, we're gonna score. That's exactly the way the Cowboys did it last night. Winning 40 to nothing. 40 to nothing. Biggest biggest shutout win in team history. Uh, biggest margin of victory in a Week One game, and it—I just you know—I don't know what else to say. I mean, you could go on and on and on about the different stats and things that hadn't seen a kick return and a and a pick sit. I mean, I, I mean a special team touchdown and a pick six and. And same game. I mean, just so many things. It was just, it was awesome, and we can we can go all day long. And I know you guys want to talk about it too, so that's why we're we're gonna go to the text line though real quick. Uh, we had a, a question or a caller earlier that had said, "Hey, give give Jerry some credit for MVP for keeping Dan Quinn." Dan from Philly also says that, and then also, um, who else said that? We had a, another guy about Will McClay. I think I just missed it. Here we go uh, from Stratford, Kentucky. Uh, Stratford, uh, Connecticut. Tony in Stratford, Connecticut says MVP for Jerry for keeping Will McClay. So it's it's he's right too. I mean it's it, the way Will Will McClay really helps being here because you need consistency, you need continuity and that's what will provides. And, and when that's why you don't change coaches all the time, you know, it's not, it's not smart to do that because you want a guy like Will McClay to know what his coaches want, what they need, what's going to work for their system. So the longer you can keep these things together, the better you're going to be. And so, uh, yeah, everybody's right on that. Those guys are, are MVPs and Jerry, uh, you know, give him credit for keeping them. All right. Back to the phone line from, uh, uh, New Mexico, we have Kent from Las Cruces, New Mexico. What's up?
7: Hey, Nick. What an awesome Monday morning. Awesome. Yes, sir. Hey, I got two
0: things. Uh, first off, I was glad to finally see the shutout. I, maybe I'm greedy, but every time I see our defense perform like that for three-fourths of a game and then mm-hmm. either play calling changes or they let up intensity a little bit when they've got the game well in hand, it's always been, to me, disappointing to, to watch them give up a, a shutout late after thoroughly dominating. That was just really awesome to see yeah. that and then complete the shutout last night. And, yeah. and secondly, I, I've got to respectfully disagree with Big Nate. Um, you know, he, he has said that this is a successful season if we make it to the NFC Championship game. Uh, I, I respectfully disagree there with this group. If we can't get to the Super Bowl and win it, then when are we? Uh, this is a fantastic group of coaches and players. I mean, I, I think this year is the year
2: well i i appreciate the call thanks kent and and that's one thing that that you know i don't want to deter fan fans from from making statements like that but for me personally though I, and on on this show i think you guys know me long enough i don't i, I don't love to go that down that route because I think when you do that, you don't enjoy the, the season. I, I'm going to enjoy the ride type of guy. We all know what the goal is. And yeah, I mean, it's it, this team looks like a team that, that, that will be competing for it. And if they don't get there, there's going to be a disappointing loss, You know, just like they all are. Go back and look at all the playoff losses. It, not only was it a game you thought that they could have won or should have won, but something weird probably happened. There's some weird things that have happened that have kept the Cowboys from advancing there and and – the main reason is because they just haven't been good enough. I mean, we we know that, but but you can't tell me some some strange things you just don't see every day haven't happened in these playoff losses. And so, um, you know, we'll we'll get there when we get there. I think we we take it one one game at a time. Um, not to be cliche, but that's what it is. And and, and we're doing this show five times a week. Uh, five times a week. We're gonna do a lot of these shows. We get a lot of these calls, so you know we're gonna. We're. I think. I think we know what 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 the goal is, but uh, you know, I'm. I don't like going there too much because I think we kind of overlook sometimes what we're doing right here. And and your first point is is what we talked about with the depth. They didn't. Sh- they didn't give up the shutout because they're still better than the Giants. You, they emptied the bench. Those guys were still better. Sam Williams, Dante Fowler, uh, Neville Gallimore. I mean, those guys are are better football players. And they were playing better, and they had some pride in the line. They did not want to give up that shutout, and it definitely showed. All right, going back to the phone line from Fort Worth. David in Fort Worth, I think first-time caller. David, what's up?
6: Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. First-time caller, a uh, long-time listener. Nick, if I can say really quick, um, I discovered you guys back in 2014. I know it wasn't as long as some other people, but I was deployed, man. I was kind of in a dark place and found you podcast. Obviously, the 2014 was an amazing season, so it really helped me out, and so I want to thank, thank you. you personally.
2: Well, thank you, thank you, because we'll, hold on, because what you do is more important than any of us, and, and so uh, I want to I want to thank you for that. Uh, and if we could help in any way, then th- that's awesome. But but let's not overlook the fact that that what you do is is uh, critical for all of us. So so thank you.
1: Yes,
6: sir. Thank you so much. I just wanted to bring up because some of my buddies, along as some of the callers today, they've kind of brought up their. Their uh, worries about the offense and how it wasn't clicking, how they like and this and that, and and I'm sure you you know you touched on it. Other, other writers are going to touch on it and stuff, but I just wanted to remind everybody, you know, it was it was a, it was a it was a downpour. We were down a left guard. We had no preseason. Um, um, work with all these guys, you know what I mean? It's a new offensive system. So I just encourage everybody not to get too high on the defense and not to get too low on the offense because the Giants were facing the same issues as well. Yeah. So you kinda gotta you kinda gotta have a level head whenever you think about things like that. But I'm super excited, man. It was it was awesome. You got special teams stepped up, defense stepped up. Parsons is just a, a lion like we all know, you know, so uh That's man, I'm a... really excited. I appreciate you taking my call, Nick
2: Yeah, thank you, David. And, and and you're right, uh let's don't get too too low on the offense for sure. I don't know if I can, if I'm if uh, the fans are going to go with you on don't get too high on the defense. I mean, right after that game, I mean, how, how can you not? But but you're right. Uh, let's don't let's don't think that this is going to be a shutout every week, and and uh, it certainly won't be. And and they'll have some issues. I mean, the, Daniel Jones is, is just an average quarterback to me at best. Average. Uh, he can run. He he's an he's an athletic quarterback, and he made some plays on. You know, now why they kept him in the game so long? I don't know because he, he kept getting hit over and over and over. I thought it was funny going. Going down on the elevator, uh, inside the elevator, you hear the um, the uh, uh, the play-by-play for the the Giants. They have it kind of in, in the speakers there, and so they're reading off the stats. and They said Daniel Jones has been hit eleven times. It says Daniel Jones has been hit eleven times, and and the play-by-play said, "Well, once you ask him tomorrow morning, and I guarantee he'll tell you he got hit a lot more than that because it feels like he got hit thirty times, and he did. I mean, he, when he run the ball, you get tackled as well. I thought that they they beat him up the entire game. So that was um, that was actually fun to watch for the, the Cowboys' defense just in waves like that coming after him. All right, phone line again in Lubbock, Texas. Justin in Lubbock, what's up?
3: Good morning, Victory Monday.
2: Good morning.
3: Good Always a good Victory mon- mon- Monday morning when you are a Longhorn fan in Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> if you're a Longhorn fan
2: in Lubbock, Texas, it was probably the best weekend you could have, right? I mean,
3: I, I and I got a baby on the way. So oh wow! I mean, I, well, congrats. I, I got the trifecta, man. Congrats! That's uh,
2: awesome.
3: Man, I really thought that the three sets for Micah six minutes into the first quarter. I was <laughs> like, "It's done. Oh. It's going to happen." Was that you that said that? that yes, sir. Okay. That was me. But uh, also, I want to say I thought the the play calling from uh, Mike was amazing. I, I we just I think due to the lack of. Uh, all together, them all playing together in a game. It just didn't get executed well. But the play calling, I thought, was on cue. Coop, uh, uh, Cooks, I thought, played amazing. He brought a toughness that I didn't. I didn't think he had. Like that third and five, third and six over the middle, knowing he's going to take that hit, yep. still getting it for us. And then, like like you said, all year last year, and like I've been saying, there was no reason to have Turpin speed and not have him on the field. So to see him incorporated into the offense, I thought was really cool. The pull pull by Tyron, where he got that touchdown, where Turpin got the touchdown. So I was really impressed with the play calling. It's just needing better execution, which comes with time, so... Yeah. Good, good 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 victory Monday and hope you guys have a great day.
2: Thank you Justin, appreciate that. You're right. I mean, we've been waiting to see a little bit of Turpin on offense and, and he showed it. And, and and yeah, I don't have a I don't have a huge problem with the way that the game was called. I mean, not every not every play works and you understand that, but I thought that they they mixed things up, uh, uh, you know, a little bit and that's that's the way the game goes. I guarantee you of all the shows we do, I think we do what seven daily shows. That's 35 shows here between now In the next game. And on that 35, someone's going to be talking about, what's up with Gallup? Why didn't Michael Gallup do anything? What's wrong with him? You know, and then and then that's that's the nature of this thing, how it works. And then next week they're gonna play the Jets or maybe the the week after against Arizona, and Gallup's gonna have hundred and twenty five yards and a touchdown or two, and that's that's the way that this thing works. And so now when teams are gonna look at Cooks like, Okay, we gotta play like this, that's where Gallup will come in. That's that's the beauty of having all this depth. All right, let's go to the line again. Ronnie in New Jersey. Ronnie, what's up?
3: Hey Nick, how you doing?
2: I'm good, Love man. I love the
6: show, love the break, love all your shows. Nick, the only thing I wanted to ask you was uh, the defense, right? D- they looked great. They looked amazing. Uh, the run defense at the beginning, if it wasn't for all those turnovers and everything that that was happening, it looked it looked to me like they were about to start uh, running the ball right down the middle again. like Just like last year, right down the middle, and yeah. it looked like they couldn't stop it. And the other question, the O-line, I mean – I was nervous when I (laughs) was – I was so nervous waiting for this game where all the talk about the two big defensive tackles the Giants have. And, wow, I mean, that guy, 71, I thought he was going to get blown up. He did pretty good. Yeah, I think the old-
1: he did
2: He played well. He he did. Uh, I appreciate the call. You know, the, the first drive, the first drive of the game. You know, the Giants getting the ball. I mean, that's you know, it's the first drive of the season. I mean, that, this is kind of everything that that the Giants have worked on in training camp, all the stuff that they're trying to do. And they've been they've been scouting the Cowboys. I mean, they, they've been waiting for you know Micah Parsons this whole time. So you know, they, they they tried some different things, and they were moving. They were having some success. And then you know, I thought. The biggest play of the game, and you know, you guys know if you if you look at the articles on our site, I've been doing this article for what sixteen years now. That don't forget these these plays. Don't forget these five plays, and the 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 first one, the one that I think was the biggest domino of the entire game, was a false start, um, the false start on their left tackle. Uh, when when that happened, it was third and two in the eight. They were driving. Maybe they were going to run. Maybe they were going to pass. Maybe they're going to You know, they have a lot of options there. Probably going to pass because uh, their left tackle Thomas jumped early, trying to get a, a, a jump on on Micah Parsons. Well, that pushed him to third and seven. Well, you know, well now you have to pass. And then that was the next play was the bad snap. Rolling around, and then they lost all those yards, and then the blocked field goal, and all that. It all started with that false start penalty. So that that kind of changed everything. I, I, I'm i not worried so much about the defense. And I thought edoga I thought from from the start he was a left guard, and he should have been playing guard, and that's that's what he did. So, um all right. Thanks for the call. There, We're going back to the line, Bob in Mercedes, Texas.
1: Good morning, Nick. What's it's, up, uh, Bob? Hey, I tell you what, man. After that. First drive by the Giants, i just sat back in a rocking chair with my arms folded and loved it. <laughs> it's uh, just basking in it. I want to pass it on a little tidbit to you. Okay. And maybe maybe you can get this to Ferguson and some of those receivers. Isaiah Stanbeck had on the earlier show this morning, the earlier podcast, uh, said that back when he was playing receiver that he learned something from T.O. Owens. T.O. told him that in wet weather, you don't wear the stickum gloves because they become slick. You go to leather gloves, and when they get wet, they become sticky and grasp the ball. And I thought that was really interesting because I don't think that that's something that's really commonly known.
2: Right. Right, I mean, I yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't know that, and of course, To had some issues catching the ball sometimes as well, but for the most part, he, he had he had really really great hands. Um, yes, I did. didn't know that. Didn't yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't. I haven't heard that one. Um, See, that
1: was that was from from our own Isaiah Stanbeck yeah. and I tell you what, I I, I really respect Isaiah when he uh, he's like Nate when he talks, I listen.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's, uh, well, it's kind of like. Kind of like listening
5: to you. When you talk, I
2: listen. Well, I I appreciate that. The difference between the three of us is that, uh, you know, I'm sitting at zero on games played in in the league, and and we'll stay there. Um, And and those guys have certainly done it. And and a guy like Isaiah – who's played, you know, wide receiver and quarterback. He understands that he's smart as a whip and uh, a, a great athlete. And so, yeah, we're, we're lucky to have him on, on our teams, on our pregame show, postgame shows, obviously talking Cowboys and, and all the things that, that that he does. Nate as well. We're blessed to have a lot of the former players that really come in and bring different insights. Uh, you know, if you haven't checked out Players Lounge, I mean, that, that that's another one. Where, where, you know Barry Church, Danny McRae, and and obviously on, on hanging with the boys with Nate, and then Jesse Hawley. Jesse Hawley's you know he he's got some uh, opinions as well in, in his perspective. So um, th- that's what you know when you're really talking about all these shows, I mean, everyone kind of brings a different type of, of, of you know level of, of of you know just background of what they they bring. Some of it is from a fan's perspective, which is important too. You got to remember that who are we talking to We're talking to you guys so they want to hear what what other fan perspectives as well so that, that's i hear i am talking about all the shows trying to get to these calls but i think it's important to kind of point that out that we do have a lot of guys a lot of people and not not guys uh, uh men and women on these shows that, that really do a great job and bring different perspectives all right vince from albuquerque new mexico vince what's up
3: oh not too much roses are smelling good sunny great
2: <laughs> yeah everything everything i'm sure the coffee tastes tastes good this morning and and, and everything's it. great yeah
3: so the uh you talked to, uh, about it a little earlier about we didn't play preseason with the offense it's just gonna take a little while to get it going new play calling yeah. all that but I, I think uh like all some of the other callers were saying it's gonna get better and it's gonna get really really good yeah and the best the rest of the league is gonna you don't know,
2: have to watch out for us. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I agree. It, it's gonna. It, I think the offense will get better. Uh, you know, I think the defense. I think teams will also figure out some some ways to to neutralize on defense. You know, um, they, they'll they'll figure out what what the Cowboys are doing. But the if Dorrance Armstrong and Dante Fowler and Osa Odigiezua is getting those sacks, it's gonna be. I mean, it's tough to stop. And I, am forty one minutes into the show here, and I forgot to. I mean, my favorite play of the entire game, and I, I was like. You know, I was just looking at it in, in in the press box over and over. It was the play where they moved Osa out to the end and and Micah inside. Micah gets double teamed, pushes them back too. I mean, he he was he was making some some progress here, and Osa was able to kind of slide in and get the sack. To me. That shows look at the strength that Micah has. Look at the versatility that Osa has. Look at the creativity for Dan Quinn to kind of be able to do that. When you can do that, when your defensive tackle can play in and then rush from the inside, and your pass rusher, who's really called a linebacker, can can push a double team back into the pocket and collapse it like that. Man, that 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 creates so many possibilities there. Pretty, pretty awesome there. Um all right. Uh Nick from North Carolina.
7: Nick, what's up? Hey, good morning. Morning. Beautiful uh, victory Monday. Gotta love it. Anytime they can uh, put a whooping on a divisional opponent, especially the Giants. No doubt. Um, no doubt. And uh, especially when you, I know that they get a lot of recognition and, you know, publicity. That's the Cowboys. But all week, kind of listening to Stray Hand and Good Morning Football and them all boast about the Giants. So it was, uh, it was very, very magical to see them yeah. um, get a whooping on them. Um, but just had a quick uh, question because I, I think. It was you that brought it up during the game. Um, may, I may be wrong, but I thought, do you think that the performance of Wanye Thomas, because he was, man, that was, that was awesome to see. You think uh, Donovan Wilson maybe is like, all right, I'm going to maybe try and get back a little bit oh, quicker yeah. now? Yeah, that, that was me. I was like,
2: uh, Donovan Wilson's calf is feeling better. And, and that, yeah. that's not to say that he was milking or anything like that. It's just that's, that's what happens. You're not going to sit back. And 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 you know and and let other players come in and make all these plays. I mean, and, and not just from from that standpoint. It's more like this is this is a fun defense now. These guys are making plays. He needs to get out there and make plays. And they signed him to a deal. And and you know, I'm sure he's ready. He's kind of chomping at the bit to get out there.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it was it was awesome to see Juanney go in and, and fill there. But also, I mean, you saw him guard Darren Waller and knock that pass away. And you know, oh all yeah. These- heard about all week was Darren Waller this and even Collinsworth with the interesting quote where this is the one man who's better than the guy guarding him. I, that was a little interesting, um, especially with Gilmore across. But, but, yeah, just wanted a beautiful Monday, ready for uh, – I think it's going to be – it'll be interesting to watch the, the Jets game tonight. I think next yeah. week going to be a, a really good test. But beautiful Monday. Happy, uh, happy victory day to all the Cowboys fans and love the show. Thank
2: you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. All right, let's, uh, let's move right, right along here. Ed in Louisiana. Ed, what's up? Hello there, buddy. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, thank you. Uh, I just want to say, um, I, I see people complaining about the offense, but I think this is really what, you know, McCarthy was envisioning. The quickest way for a team to get back in a game is turning the ball over, and I'm not so sure last year if we would still had Kellen Moore, we would be throwing the ball all over the, all over the field and risking turnovers.
2: Yeah.
1: I think, you know, not – Conservative, but just being uh, safe and smart with the calls.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's the thing about having. Uh, thanks for the call. Ed. I appreciate it, um, man. Thanks. You know, when you're, when your head coach is the play caller. Um, I think he he's going to be able to do that and, and have a good pulse. And, and I'm not saying that that Kellen doesn't. But when you're just the offensive coordinator, and that's that's what you're doing, you're focused on that. Okay, when we get the ball back, we're going to do this, this, this. But as the head coach, you're also kind of managing the entire game. I think he's going to manage it. Mike will manage it a lot better this year, you know, with as the play caller too, because you kind of say, all right, you know, let's let's be smart about this. Let's think about the defense. You know, do we have to go for it here on fourth and four at the you know, thirty-eight yard line, which is called no man's land. Sometimes, well, not when you have a defense like that. I mean, I think you punt it a lot more uh, if you have to, and push them back, and 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 just be patient with it. And and as the play caller, yeah, you you want to your ego gets involved, and you're like, oh, let's go for it. We we got this, we got this. But you also have to be smart, and that's going to be a balance all year long. Is be smart with it, pin them back, and see what happens because they don't want to make a mistake at their own ten yard line. More than likely, they're going to go three and out and punt it. Back Back to you at midfield, and now you can go and score if you can be patient. So, all right, uh, we're gonna take one more call and we're gonna end this. Uh, William in West Virginia, William, what's up, man? Nick, how we doing, sir? Uh, well, we're doing really, like 40 to nothing good. That's how we're doing. We're doing I 40 to right. nothing.
3: I so appreciated your tweet last night of 35 to nothing in the 1995 <laughs> opening game of the season. That was totally right on spot on. I was thinking the exact same thing. I have never seen a game turn so quickly, uh, mm. one or two plays, but it was it was great. I'm, I'm looking forward to the next game. Um, the defense, I, I was worried about them cutting Isaiah Land, The boy, Fowler still got the juice. It looks like to me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and I and I forgot to do this last time. I missed the last show, but um, here's your blast from the past. Name, yeah. Um, Anthony Dick, Anthony Dickerson. Huh. Who I remember he, he went to SMU. If I yep. recall correctly, yep.
2: yep. Anthony Dickerson. It's so funny that you said that because. Anthony Dickerson uh, and, and William, I appreciate the call. That, uh, that William Houton, I think. Yeah, thank you, man. This was this was one of my all-time favorites, man. He is he's the man. Uh, I haven't heard from him in a long time, but um, Anthony Dickerson, you know. He he made one of my favorite plays of all time. And it actually came up last night because we were we were talking about when's the last time that the defense and the special teams scored in, in a game and, and, and it's happened a couple of times, but in that game nineteen eighty three against the Saints, Anthony Dickerson had the game winning safety. Go find go find a play where that's happened. They were down 21 to 20. Kent Stabler. Kent Stabler was the quarterback got sacked in the end zone by Anthony Dickerson. the Cowboys take the lead um, I guess 21 to 20 they, they, they won the game 21-21, a game winning safety. so Anthony Dickerson, yeah, that's a great one. And, and also they had a block field goal for a touchdown in that game. that's why they, it came up defense, and a block field goal for a touchdown. So, all right, great show, guys. Uh, Appreciate it. Well, We had, what, 15 callers? That's awesome. You guys were amazing. I know I did a lot of talking as well. I need to get some sleep at at some point. I don't know if it's going to happen for a while, but, man. It's It's easy on a game like this. All right, if you're listening live, stay with us here. Obviously, Cowboys break comes up here in a few minutes. They're going to have a lot to say. That 45 minutes is going to come by quick for them because a lot of guys and and, and girls have some some things to say about that. I'm sure the the shades will be on for that one. All right, so for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you next time on Cowboys Storyline.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about this, Cowboys?
5: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.